Podcasting coast to coast. Sports talk the way it was meant to be. This is Fazy's Take. Now, here's your host, Jake Fazy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fazy's Take podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week. The show has been doing great, in my opinion, and I am happy to bring you some more content. Listener shout out for this week goes to my friend Seth Meyer. Seth messaged in on the Facebook page and asked that I talk about iRacing in NASCAR this week. And it just so happens that I already had that written up in my notes. So Seth, thanks for listening. Keep on listening. And we will be talking about NASCAR's iRacing and the virtual racing that they are implementing. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus. Why am I continuing to talk about this virus? Well, that's because it's shutting down sports. And I talk about sports, which means I have to talk about the coronavirus because it's really all that's going on right now in the world. Uh, I'm going to talk about the MLB because I would like to try to diversify my sports a little bit more. This is a sports show and I haven't really been giving you all the sports. I've just been giving you one of them. That is because the NFL has been booming. But I'm going to talk about baseball. I'm going to talk a little bit about basketball too. And then we're going to finish off with NFL free agency. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. Okay, everybody. Happy Friday. I hope your Friday is as beautiful as mine. I'm looking out the window right now on a sunny day, 60 degrees. Trees are blooming. Life is good, except we're all stuck in our houses. Speaking of stuck in our houses, our coronavirus update for this week, I've been I've been making the coronavirus updates sad and alarming. Because I've been talking about how many cases they've come up and how many deaths have come up in just a short span of time. This week, changing the narrative. We're not going to do that. Okay, we're going to talk about the good things that have come out of this pandemic. And that is our athletes pouring out their support for the common people. Okay, I'm going to run down this list. These are all athletes and their families and what they have given to the community around them in their cities for the relief for this virus. First up, we got J.J. Watt and his wife donating $350,000 to the Houston Food Bank. Joel Embiid says he's going to donate $500,000 to medical relief. Carl Anthony Towns donating $100,000 to Mayo Clinic to get testing kits out. That's one of the biggest things right now. A lot of people are not getting the testing that they need, and that's why this virus is spreading. So, Huge ups to Carl Anthony Towns for donating to Mayo Clinic and getting those testing kits going. Kevin Love donating $100,000 to Arena and staff. A lot of people forget that the arenas and the staffs are not getting paid right now. A lot of uh, teams have been laying off huge percentages in the 60s and 70s even, percentages of their employees, and they're not getting paid right now in this time of crisis when they're stuck in their homes and they need food to live. So Kevin Love, also Zion Williamson, covering the salaries of uh, the arena staff in New Orleans. So both of those guys, and I'm sure there's more out there. Okay, I'm I'm giving you guys what I saw from a quick Google search of what the athletes have done so far. Uh, Russell Wilson and his wife donating a million dollars to the Seattle Food Bank. Andrew and Brittany Breeze, this is the most recent one, donating $5 million to the state of Louisiana for relief efforts. All of that money coming from the players' pockets to the community. This coronavirus may be bad, but it is bringing out the best in our athletes, and I absolutely love it. 
All right, now we're going to talk about baseball. I saw an article come across my computer this morning that said that the MLB and the MLBPA, MLB Players Association, for those of you that don't know what that means, uh, reach an agreement on service time, salaries, and draft. Now, this just came out this morning. I didn't get a chance to really dig deep into what this is because my baseball knowledge is not quite there yet. But we're getting there. So I'm sure over this next week I'm going to research that and I'm going to figure out what that means for you guys and get back to you next Friday for episode 5. A little bit of sad news here. Noah Syndergaard and Chris Sale announced that they will have to have Tommy John surgery over the offseason. Those are two of the best pitchers in the game right now. I was fortunate enough to see Noah Syndergaard play in New York in 2015, I do believe. Maybe 2016. But I went to a Mets game in New York and man, First of all, that dude's hair is beautiful. And second of all, he can huck a baseball like I've never seen. I mean, he can launch a baseball with the best of them. So very sad to see two of the best pitchers in the game having Tommy John. Now, it's possible to come back from that, but Tommy John is is a prison sentence for MLB pitchers. So thoughts and prayers with them, and hopefully they can come back from that. Now, yesterday, ESPN... Needed to find a way to fill the crack in the hearts of baseball fans when their hopes and dreams were just crushed by canceling of spring training. Baseball fans had waited the whole offseason. They finally get to spring training, and boom, it's all taken away from them with the virus. But ESPN yesterday hosted four years' worth of home run derbies. It all started at 5 p.m. Central Time when the rookies... Pete Alonso and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. battled it out in Cleveland. That was the most recent home run derby. And it ended at 11 p.m. with what ESPN called the best home run derby ever, including big names of today like Manny Machado, Jock Peterson, Chris Bryant. However, the veteran, Todd Frazier, took home the hardware in that one. I remember watching that one. And I don't watch too much baseball, but I remember watching that home run derby, and it was a good one. However, none of those home runs were quite as good as the greatest home run to ever be hit in the MLB. Roll clip. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Nothing else needs to be said there, Cardinals fans. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Next topic we got here, we got NASCAR. Now, NASCAR had their first virtual race of the season at the Homestead Miami Speedway on Sunday. Some of you may be asking, virtual race? You do to play video games now? Well, technically, yes. And I think that it is sick. Now, this event, this race, was the most watched eSport event in U.S. history. Drivers have virtual setups allowing them to race without any social interaction. So we're not putting ourselves at risk for the virus, but we're still getting the racing that we deeply crave. They have a whole setup. I saw a picture of it, and I can share it on my social media. But, it I mean, it was sick. They literally had, like, a car, a whole car set up, and it was hooked up to this TV, and it looked like they were driving. But it was on a TV. It was really sick. Uh, it was cool because it gave uh, retired driver Dale, Hart, Dale Earnhardt Jr. a chance to get back on the track, and he took second to the back-to-back Daytona 500 champion Denny Hamlin. A lot of cool things coming from NASCAR out of that, and I hope that continues, and I hope that continues to thrive. And hopefully, next race, I will get to watch and see it the whole thing for myself. Next up, we got the NBA. 
Now, the NBA, out of all the predominantly American sports, had the most cases of coronavirus reported. One of those cases was Christian Wood from the Pistons, Pistons forward. And he announced that he has fully recovered from the virus. He told a Detroit reporter that he is feeling great. So great for him. Hopefully all the rest of the players are getting well soon. Very sad uh, to see those sports icons go down to, uh, come down with the virus, not go down to it because they are going to survive. Uh, But come down with the virus. Hopefully all of them can recover very soon. In other NBA news, Steph Curry announces that he does not like pineapple on pizza. Roll clip. Serious conversation starter. Does pineapple go on pizza? With that video announcement, I think I just became a Steph Curry fan. Pineapple does not belong on pizza, in my opinion. However, my girlfriend, Taryn Pike, would strongly disagree. And she does get mad at me every time I talk about it. So, sorry, T. But if you want to take a vote, I'm going to put up a poll on my Facebook page. By the time you're listening to this, it'll already be on there. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I don't know. You tell me. In the NHL... Players are starting to voice their opinions for how the new league is structured whenever the hiatus ends. Excuse me. I don't know what it is about starting the show. As soon as I start the show, I just get my throat clogged up and I just feel the need to clear my throat every five seconds. So I've been really fighting that urge this whole time. So I deeply apologize. But how is the league going to start? This is a problem with a lot of sports right now is the fact that, okay, we're canceled. Everyone's staying safe and out of their social environments. But whenever we start back up, how is it going to work? Are we going to continue where we left off and go late and then start the next season early? That puts the players in danger of injury because, I mean, they're getting like a very short, probably like two months shortened off season. Or do we adjust it? Do we change things up? Do we change things up for this season? Or do we change things up for next season? I'll tell you, Capitals winger Alex Ovechkin is in favor of the playoffs starting immediately when play resumes, which I'm not opposed to because the Blues are tied for first place in our division, so that would be pretty good for us. But I think that that's what a lot of people are thinking right now, is that they're going to have to do, they're just going to have to start the playoffs right away because they're not going to have time to play any more games. But Devils defenseman P.K. Subban is in favor of a 31-team NCAA tournament-like bracket as soon as play resumes. I think this is awesome, and I am strongly in favor. Because March Madness got canceled, we're all looking for a tournament fix. Where are we going to get it? Hockey. That would be so sick. You're going you're gonna to look at me and tell me that if, I, if we set up a 31-team NHL tournament that that wouldn't be the most watched thing on TV for the time being? If you tell me that, you're lying. Because I assure you that I would watch it. That would be awesome. That would open up a lot of opportunities for the sports betting world as well. All good things. Win, win, win. P.K. Subban, fantastic idea. I am in favor. Okay, NHL, what are we going to do? Who knows? But hopefully... We will find out soon. Hopefully this virus does not last all that long. I know it's supposed to peak pretty soon. So hopefully we will find out soon what's going to happen whenever the season resumes. NFL news. 
free agency, obviously still alive and well. Newest move, we have cornerback Xavier Rhodes signs with the Colts. Now, the Colts are starting to add some vets to their roster. Uh, DeForest Buckner and Phillip Rivers also signed there. Looking to make a push in the AFC South this year. The Texans are down DeAndre Hopkins, which everyone's like, yeah, you know, it's not. It's just one player, you know. But DeAndre Hopkins was a leader on that team. He had a lot of authority and a lot of leadership in that locker room. Losing him is going to lose a lot more than a good wide receiver. It's going to lose a good captain. The Jaguars are left with Gardner Minshew, who, let's be honest, the dude's a, the dude's an absolute show. Is his his life in general is a, is a movie. But I don't know that you can really put an entire NFL team in his hands right now. I don't know if he is at that level. We will find out. And the Titans are left to lean on Ryan Tannehill for a full season. Who, Ryan Tannehill has not played a full season since 2015. When he went 6-10. and 10. And Ryan Tannehill, yes, he had a great season last year. But, is that a fluke? I think so. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to be all that great this year. And they're going to have to lean on Derrick Henry, and they're going to give Derrick Henry the ball 30-plus times a game, and he's going to get beat up, and he's going to get hit a lot. Who knows what's going to happen to that team? But I definitely do not think that their season will end like it did last year with them ending up in the AFC Championship. So Colts definitely looking to make a push there. Now also, the two top stories in free agency right now. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, both still on the board. Where will they end up? Well, Cam is definitely happy to be a free agent. Okay, he is filming videos of him working out and smiling and laughing. And he said, I'm free and hungry. So Cam's looking to go somewhere. And Cam's looking to eat. Eat somewhere. Where will that be? L.A. or New England, it's looking like right now. I think that L.A. is the best choice for Cam Newton. I think, like I said last time, he has the star power to play in L.A. And he has the talent. Cam Newton, yes, he had some rough seasons. But I think that a change of scenery for him could be huge. And I think that going to L.A. could drastically change his career for the better. Cam Newton in New England? It's not that I don't think Cam would do it. I don't think that New England would do it. I don't think New England is going to sign a veteran to their roster. I think that Bill Belichick wants to find a, a, a young guy or a new guy like Jarrett Stidham to maybe try to turn around and try to make something out of nothing. Because Bill Belichick... You know, he's he's going to get credited with the fact that oh, Tom Brady came in, he was 199th pick, and he wasn't all that. But he got to Bill Belichick, and look at him. He's, he's great. Best quarterback of all time. So Bill Belichick might want to do that again. He might want to try his hand with Jared Stidham and, or try his hand with an old flame. I don't think so. Brian Hoyer, I don't know. I still don't know why they signed that dude. I have no idea why they signed that dude. But who knows? Like I said last week, it's Bill Belichick. Usually whatever decision he makes is 
the right one, and we just don't understand it at the time. But later he'll tell us that we were all wrong, and he knew it the whole time. Jameis Winston, looking like he's going to be a backup somewhere. Sorry, Jameis. But for some reason, just like Jadavion Clowney, your starting market is not all that great. Um, I think I, I honestly could not even tell you the number one landing spot for him right now. I couldn't. I think that no matter where he goes, unfortunately for him, he's not going to start, which I think sucks because I like Jameis Winston. Yes, he threw a lot of picks. But like I said last time, he threw for 5,100 yards. You're going to throw a lot of picks when you throw the ball that much. And he was in a Bruce Arians offense, which Bruce Arian likes to air the ball out downfield, which, by the way, I think is not going to clash with Tom Brady, who cannot throw the ball more than five yards right now accurately. How is Tom Brady going to mesh in a Bruce Arians offense where he's going to try to air it out downfield multiple times a game? We'll see. But for Jameis, don't think he's going to start anywhere next year. Jadavian Clowney? Also still on the board. Where will he go? I don't think anywhere to make the money that supposedly he was asking for. Because rumor was going around that he was asking for $20 million. And Jadavion, I hate to break it to you, but you are not worth $20 million a year. You just haven't had, he hasn't had the the stats of a $20 million. You got to have good, good stats to be a $20 million a year linebacker. So an outside linebacker, not even a a middle linebacker, uh, someone who runs the defense. So I think Jadavion will end up back in Seattle. I think Jameis, who knows, and I think Cam will end up on the Chargers. Those are my picks. But let me know what you think. Um, That's all I got for you guys today. Uh, I try to diversify my sport a little more. Uh, maybe next time I will be a little more prepared with the MLB thing. I'll let you guys know more about that. We'll have another NASCAR virtual race under our belt so we can talk more about that. Uh, and we'll see if more players will voice their opinions on what they think should happen to their leagues after they're done and what they think truly belongs on pizza. Follow me on social media, guys, at Fazy's Take Podcast on Facebook. And on Instagram, thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what you thought of the show. Uh, I might get a listener shout-out for you in here sometime soon. So make sure to message me or DM me on those platforms. But like I said, thank you guys for listening. We will see you in the next show. This has been the Pages Take Podcast.